Welcome to The Point Podcast. At The Point, we point high school students to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is better than anything else that the world has to offer. We are so excited that you are here, and we are praying that this podcast is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ. Hey, thanks for joining in today to The Point Podcast. Hey, before we get into Matthew chapter 1, verse 18 through 25, real quick, I want to encourage you, right now if you're listening to this, take a screenshot of this and post it on your Instagram story and tag us at The Point, and we'll share it, and uh, we might give something cool away to a person who does that. I don't know. Or take it and click the three dots on there and send this to someone. Man, send it to a friend you got. Maybe they don't know Jesus at all, and you just want to send it to them, just something to listen to. Uh, man, it might be a cool way to just kind of spread what the Lord's doing in your life through this podcast. And so don't just use this for yourself, man. Encourage someone else with it. Share it with someone. And uh, let's get as many people listening to this as we can. But thank you for checking in. Appreciate you being here. And uh, we're going through Matthew 1, verse 18 through 25 today. And you know, I began thinking, we're nearing the end of March Madness, right? The Final Four is this coming weekend. And uh, my Tar Heels aren't there, but neither are the Duke Blue Devils. And so it's a good March. It's okay. It's all good. Everything's all good and well. If Duke was there, I'd have a problem. But <laughs> I was thinking about in March, I love underdogs. I love them. I love the teams that aren't supposed to win, and yet they win. I love the teams that aren't supposed to go deep, but yet they go deep in the finals. I just or in the in the playoffs. I think it's awesome. And uh, man, when I think about in the Bible, Joseph, Mary's husband, Joseph, Jesus's earthly father, is such an underdog in the Bible. Like we don't talk about Joseph hardly at all. I feel like. But but when I read Joseph's story, man, I am just consistently amazed at it. And, and what's amazing here for me is in Matthew chapter 1, verse 18 through 25, Matthew really takes an intense focus uh, on the birth of Jesus, not unlike any other gospel, right? Luke is the, the gospel account that we always read for the birth of Jesus. It's the most detailed and the most in-depth, but Matthew chooses here to not really focus on any of that. Ma- Matthew chooses to really focus on Joseph, and it's really cool, and this is what, we'll see this a little bit throughout the Gospels, but it's cool because it's not saying that Matthew contradicts Luke, it's just saying that Matthew, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, decides to write from a different perspective than that which Luke's writing from. And uh, and so Matthew chooses to hone in on Joseph here, and, and this is what's just crazy interesting about Joseph, is Joseph really could have messed up God's plan here. <laughs> and how do I mean that Joseph like really could get in the way of God's plan? Was Joseph really that powerful? No, that's not what I'm saying. But what is amazing is when you read Joseph's story, when when he finds out that Mary is pregnant and, and Joseph and Mary had never slept together, right? They weren't married yet. And so they hadn't slept together. And then Mary comes and tells Joseph and Joseph finds out she's pregnant. Well, that's going to be weird for Joseph, isn't it? Because he knows they've never slept together, and you don't get pregnant by accident, right? That that means something happened with Mary and someone else. Joseph, listen to me right here. Joseph has every right to break off the engagement. I mean, Joseph has every right to expose her, to shame her, to humiliate her. Even according to Old Testament Hebrew law, Joseph has the ability to stone her if he would like to. This is a crazy, crazy, um, I guess, break of the covenant that Joseph and Mary had. But listen to this. This is amazing to me. Verse 19 says this. So her husband Joseph, being a righteous man and not wanting to disgrace her publicly, decided to divorce her secretly. (laughs) 
What an incredible act of courage. What an incredible act of compassion that Joseph has every right to humiliate her, but he doesn't. And here's what's amazing is Joseph does this before God speaks to him. I mean, the angel of the Lord comes to Joseph in verse 20, but Joseph decides in 19 before God has ever revealed anything to him that Joseph says, you know what? I'm going to treat her with dignity and respect. I'm going to be just a man of character who says I could ridicule this person. I could expose this woman, but I'm going to be gracious. Can I just step out for just a second and say, young ladies, listening to this podcast right now, if you're a senior or a high school girl at the point, let me just encourage you, get you a man like Joseph. Get you a man who's not going to exploit you, abuse you, but one who's going to treat you with dignity and respect. And men, I think Joseph is a great person for us to emulate in the Bible, who's not here to abuse this woman, not here to hold this over her head, but he says, man, I'm going to be gracious, even if she messed up. I mean, just what an awesome practical life thing anyway. Is Joseph had every right to embarrass her and humiliate her, but Joseph being a man of character, he says, you know what, I'm going to show compassion and I'm going to show respect to this woman, even though she might not deserve it. Right. And what's awesome is we know that Mary was not unfaithful to him. Right. We know that the angel of the Lord, based on Luke's account, had come to Mary and says that she, a virgin, was going to give birth to a son. And and we see the angel come to Joseph in verse 20 and he tells Joseph the same thing. In fact, he says that G, that Mary's not going to have just a normal son. It's not going to be like any other child. But it says in verse 21, she will give birth to a son and you are to name him Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. So pretty awesome description of Jesus there. And I love what happens because this is in in Joseph's sleep. An angel comes to him. And and we also see in verse 22 and 23, a connection to the Old Testament. For reference on that, go back to the last podcast where we're talking about how Matthew is trying to show the link between the Old Testament and Jesus. And and I love how verse 24 starts. It says, when Joseph, Joseph woke up, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. Listen to that. When he woke up, you know what he didn't do? He didn't have that dream and say, okay, I learned this about Mary. I'm going to wait for a little while. I'm going to pray through it. I'm going to think through it. I'm just going to meditate on it a few days, and then I'll go to Mary. No, that's not what Joseph did. It said when he woke up, what did he do? Joseph had immediate obedience in his life. He said, man, this is what God has called me to do. So there's no use in waiting. There's no use in meditating. There's no use in praying through this. I pray for wisdom and strength and all those things. But man, I I know what God commanded me, so I'm just going to do it. Man, I don't know about you, but I want to be a person. I want to be a believer, a child of God who practices immediate obedience and not delayed obedience. I, I don't want to be that person. Man, if I know God has laid on my heart to do something for someone, if I know that God's word has commanded me to be about doing a certain thing, you know what? I, I, I want to, as soon as I wake up like Joseph, man, I'm ready to act on that. I, I want to be a person of immediate obedience. And so, man, this is making me want to preach on Joseph because this is so good. Um, but man, I love what we learned from Joseph's life. And I think it just provides an incredible example for us on immediate obedience and also in a way to just be compassionate and loving to people, even though they might not deserve it. Um, and so I just think that's really, really good for us today just to be reminded by it. And, um, and so I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Have you listened on to the next one? Subscribe. If you haven't subscribed yet, send this to someone else, screenshot it, post it on your story, let people know you're listening. And uh, we look forward to you checking in with us tomorrow. Have a good day. Thank you so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church of Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock, and we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15. 
For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.